The Goldfields, covered with local sport, info and mining news. This is The Blast Crew. Thanks to Calgary Case and Drill, Vivian Street in Boulder, the Goldfields' best nuts and bolts holder. Calgary Case and Drill, great supporters of the round game here in Calgary Boulder. What's wrong, mate? No, nothing. You're just looking at my shoes. Well, I'm actually looking at your lack of sock. I put them in the microwave. Yeah, they have they shrunk. shrunk. See? Yeah. yeah. I can I see actually, your ankles. No, well, I think they're not my socks. I think they must be my wife's, and I was too lazy to go back in the bedroom this morning and thought, well, I'll just put them on anyway. But, yeah, anyway, there you go. Your ankles Fashion cold accessory. today? They are, actually, Glenn, yes. <laughs> yeah, your pants have shrunk. No, it's yeah, they have not. Yeah. They're just a little bit tight. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you like, mate. Whatever you like. Okay, let's go and talk about the round game because I know this is one of a passion for you, Louis, and I know that uh, your team at Kangaroo Case and Drill do support heavily the Goldfields Soccer Association in various different forms, which sure. is always great. Good. Your brother, I think we've spoken to before, runs around with a whistle in his mouth. He does run around with a whistle in his mouth. His two sons play as well, and there was talk a couple of seasons ago that was might have been a four general, three generations of trays on the same park for one team that plays in the colour of blue, but... Yeah. I saw a bit of sense and said no. At uh, 55 years old, I think I'll just steer clear of that and sit in the bar and watch and cheer on. Oh, well, that's a good spot to sit. Hey, Mitch Gray sits at the top of the Goldfield Soccer Association and there's been a bit going on ahead of the first round of fixtures. Mitch, thanks for joining us this morning here on The Blast Crew, mate. Hey, Lenny. Hey, Lou. Uh, No, thanks, thanks for having me. Always good to be here. Mitch, we caught up with you last time. I think you were two or three days into the job. Mm. You've probably had a bit of time now to settle down. Have things sort of gone to plan so far? Yeah, um, well, like obviously as you take on a new role and you find out, you know, I guess week by week, the more responsibilities you got to do and got to sort out. But we've and you know we've got a very new committee, um, but everyone's sort of taken it in their stride, and I think we're making you know really positive strides towards the season, in the, which comes around in a couple of weeks. Yep, you were looking at a buy-in from all the clubs, and when we spoke last time, that hadn't happened from a committee point of view. Has that been resolved? Um, we've got three of the clubs on board, um, and, and Boulder obviously not currently part of the committee, but they're really struggling probably for, in their own committee. So they just really wanted to focus on their club this year. And I completely understand that. And sure. we're looking to support them just to um, move through into the next period. Okay, mate, we are getting underway with soccer. It was really good to have many soccer clubs involved in the recent club development day down at uh, Ray Finn, mate. And a uh, big shout out to Steve O'Dwyer. Steve was down there cooking the barbecue. He's had a bit to do with soccer in the past, but he was just cooking the barbecue on a day for all the volunteers out there. Just volunteered to say, look, I'll go yeah. and cook the barbecue for you. It's fantastic to see. Didn't have his soccer hat on, but I know he does have a few soccer hats. So don't you worry about that one. Uh, but uh, but it was good to see the representation recently, mate, for soccer. Yeah. Um, for more reports, I, mean, I did miss today. We're currently in Perth. But for more reports, it was a really successful day, and the clubs are really... Really took it, you know, took it on board, and they went down there, and they felt they got a lot of red joes. So it probably gave us a good kickstart to the season. Um, so we're we're hopefully looking to do it again. The proactive approach from your clubs, mate, is noted, and I also note as well that other associations who are struggling with junior numbers weren't there either. So I guess a correlation to if your numbers are good, it's because you're being proactive. If your numbers are not, it means you're not doing anything. Yeah. If you're not going to put your yeah, hand up, oh, that's going right. to Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, look, our numbers are looking good. They're different. They're definitely. We're pretty much close to hit last year's numbers. So anything from there on out will definitely be growth. And um, we're obviously struggling for a few age groups, especially older, probably you know from sort of thirteen to sixteen. Um, so we're still looking for regos across those. But we're happy. We're, we should still have three um, sort of junior 
I guess, like um, teenagers' leagues happening, so it should be good to see. There's a lot been happening around with Sam Kerr, you know, the great Australian women's player, if you like, and playing for Chelsea over in England itself. You've come up with an idea, an all-girls junior league program for girls aged between five and nine. You had registrations. It's going to start on the 30th of April, but how did the registrations go? Uh, look, it's really it, they've gone really positive. So I think we're looking at about 30 girls, uh, 30 little girls at the moment. Um, the unique thing about our sort of idea and what we, our league is, if you register with a club and play on a Saturday, Sunday is completely free. Um, but also, if you're not comfortable enough to play with in a mixed side on Saturday, you can register just for Sunday, and then there'll be they'll uh, do a, like a 45 minute training session into a half an hour sort of game situation enough they still into like the four senior clubs. You've got a, you've got another one called Kick It Skills. So it's a six-week Saturday program aged for players between two and four. So that's really getting into the, the little nippy guys, if you like. It's going to be a handful, I suppose. And I think you're calling it the Little Giants program. Yeah, so that program's run through Football West and John Kovacis. Um, so he just really gets them ready to be able to play uh, mini roos that start at five. I think it's a fabulous program and um, I think he's always had really good numbers and I don't see why he wouldn't have them again. At two. So they can be two and play. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty young. Well, it's my little fella's in that. I might bring him down. Eight o'clock on the 29th of April, just before the show, Louis, at nine. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, get in there and do it, mate. It's a round ball. It's a great game. It's a good way to get people involved in sport. It's generally non-contact, if you like. But I used to like going down with it with my young bloke, and he didn't start when he was two, of course, and I've coached a few junior sides. Mm. But the, just if somebody kicks the ball out... They all go running. Yeah, you know a, what I mean? Stay in your swarm. position. No, no. They're all chasing the ball. Yeah. It was, yeah, good to watch. But I suppose John will do the right thing there and point him in the right direction and sort of get them going to uh, where they need to be. That's changed a little bit for you as you've gotten older now, isn't it? Because no sooner do you say pub and you treat the pub the same way as you did the ball back then, oh, don't you? you had to say that, didn't you? You saw straight through. I Mitch, saw straight Mitch through. is the same as well, aren't you, Mitch? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty similar. Mitch, um, refs have been a bit of an issue for you, haven't they? Trying to get those numbers back up again. Yeah, you know we've had a we've had a cool group of referees probably over the last three years, um, and you know as as you probably know, it, you get you get you need always new referees to come in to freshen to freshen everyone up. Otherwise, you just find the same people referee the same people all the time, um, and that's sort of probably where sort of problems arise. So, small country town, that's sort of always bound to happen. But we love getting new refs in and. Definitely had a couple of people uh, reach out after our article on the weekend, so hopefully looking for a few more. Um, and we do run the referees course, which will be in the first week of May. So if you just reach out to the association, we can point you in the right direction for that. Beautiful, mate. You've also got a busy bee happening. What's uh, involved with that one? Uh, yeah, so we're just uh, we're doing a bit of a busy bee on Sunday, uh, the, uh, this Sunday the 16th. Uh, we're just cleaning out the shed, um, marking lines, if it went marking the four senior pitches um, and also just a general clean-up, just getting ready for the season in a fortnight. Mitch, just back to that referee course. I know we've spoken to a couple of referees in the last couple of years as numbers for the refs have been dwindling, but uh, the the former players who have got even more out of that particular course is quite a, a large amount. The education process must be pretty big. Yeah, so there's a it's a it's a full full day um, sort of practical course. Um, and and there's an online component as well. It's, it's I've done it. I've, I did it two years ago, and the the amount of information that you thought you knew about the game that you learn in that course is phenomenal. So I, anyone that's interested or is doing nothing in their spare time, I, I encourage them to come down because they'll definitely learn a thing or two.
I was going to say exactly the same thing there, Mitch, because my brother Ash, as you know, he did the same course as what you did, and he came out to me and said to me, so I've been playing soccer since I was about 11 years old, he said there were rules that he didn't even know existed. Mm. Yep. It, it's amazing, and it sometimes makes it a little more complicated, And um, but it's always good to know, and I think you know, the more learning you do and the more training, the better the association's going to become, and that's definitely what we're striving for. Mitch, is it something that you could probably put out to the clubs in Clubland and say, hey, we need a couple of representatives. We're not asking you to be a referee, but we want you to sit in with these courses so that some of you guys that are playing that think you're better than the, the refs, if you like, understand the rules a lot better than what you do because the refs are doing the best they can, as you know, and they'll, they'll blow for a, something that they think is a general infringement that the other player doesn't know about. Oh, <laughs> it's very hard for some of these people to do that. I mean, Bloody I didn't go all, all the people playing, they go ahead to get down to the course and they definitely would learn a thing or two. We, look, we, we asked the clubs if they can send members to go down just because, uh, you know, just so the course is filled up. And But putting some sort of, I don't know, forcing them to do that is probably probably not going to make them do it. So we just, just, just got to really encourage them to get people down on sort of their own course. And, um, yeah. Uh, good on you, Mitch. Appreciate you catching up with us this morning here on SEN Day. Give us a bit of a run through, mate. We look forward as those fixtures come a little bit closer to be talking to you again, mate. How far away are we from that first game again? Yeah, three, uh, two and a half weeks, I think, mate. Two and a half weeks. Table. Yeah, beautiful. We'll jump on just before then, I reckon, and have a yarn to you. Mitch, thanks very much no for worries. joining us this morning, though, and all the best of luck with the season. Always a pleasure. Thanks, boys.